and welcome back to the Meridi Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Meridi, and today's topic is advice for students. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at meridicreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at meridicreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so it's back to school season once again. For those of you who are heading back to high school or college, or if we have any podcast listeners out there in middle school, um, there's a lot of great things I think that can be given as far as advice goes when you're... Jumping back into something new, and I think there's some things that I wish I would have been told as a student now looking back from where I'm at now, and I think there's a little bit to share. So uh, first to high school students, we'll start there and we'll move to college students next. First to high school students, get as much out of your, your high school experience as you can and realize that all of your classes are connected. I think there's a, a mistake in some ways in the way we teach a lot of different things in that we teach them as separate subjects, right? We teach math and science and history and writing as separate subjects, but they're not. They're all one subject. They're all just how to interpret the world around us. And I think if you kind of look at your classes as how they interrelate with each other, you'll actually gain a lot more understanding of the world as a whole. Now, why does that matter? In the world of entrepreneurship, particularly in the world of business where you have to come up with new products or you have to create new things, it doesn't require being good at one thing. It requires being able to see the whole picture and find ways to connect the dots in an unusual or new or importantly, you know, important way, right? You need to be able to come up with something that creates connections. And the only way you can do that is if you can see the whole picture, you can play the whole board as it were. Uh, for me, I really enjoyed my science classes immensely. I enjoyed them quite a bit, but I also enjoyed the reading, writing, polit- political science. I really liked school in general. But one of the things that I always thought was very interesting was how science, experimentation in science, gained, created formulas. And those formulas were interpreted through math. And the formulas also could be interpreted through writing and explaining how the formula played out. Because if you could do those three things, right, you could use science to understand something, you could then analyze it from both a mathematical perspective, but then also from a practical writing application and understanding perspective, you could gain a significantly more detailed understanding of the world. And that's going to be really important later in life because we've got really seriously complicated problems that are going to come down the pike, particularly when you grow up and you're in charge of things. And it's going to be really important that you have a broad understanding of a lot of different topics. So when you're in high school, get the most out of all your classes and find ways to look at them as one large subject, right? Find ways to create that connection and understand the bridge between topics because they're not separate. They never were and they never can be. And understanding that I think helps make them more interesting. Now for college students, if you are on the path headed to college and you are, or you're in college or you're working through something, dive into it as much as you can. And by that, I mean, it's really easy to not go to college. It's easy to not go to class. It's easy to not do it, right? You, you can be enrolled in college and still not go. That's a very common trope. And it's, you know, reason, there's a reason for that, right? A lot of people just, it's easy to not have to go. On the other hand, you're paying a lot of money to do it and to take it from someone who has a bunch of degrees and a lot of debt. It's, it's not worth it if you don't make it worth it, right? You have to go and you have to get the most out of it. And, you know, you're with other students who are also in the same boat. And to be honest, Peer-to-peer learning is a huge advantage to most 
you know, colleges that the real world doesn't necessarily offer as much, right? There's not a lot of places outside of college where you can go and find people of a similar age and education who will work together with you on learning something new. That's not common. And so really enjoy it while you've got it because it's a value. It really is. Another thing is that universities provide a really great place to experiment and explore in the space of entrepreneurship. Right. To be honest, as a student, you've got some safety nets beneath you. Right. If you try a new idea and it doesn't work. You know, you can get away with a lot being under the guise of a student. Right. You can get access to information you never would be able to get access to as a student. So that's something to keep in mind and leverage. Right. As a student, I was able to explore the uh, campuses off site. It was an incubator, you know, inventor center, um, which actually was built in conjunction with all of the other colleges in the area. So it had a lot of really cool fabricating and manufacturing areas in it. There was a a video game design lab that had motion capture um, suits, and there was, I mean, it was it was an amazing thing. And because I was a student, I was able to go explore that space, and I actually was able to interact with some of the machines that I work with today, and I was able to interact with machines that were even more complicated than the machines I work with today, and so that helped me kind of gain uh, exposure to those things before and, you know, with no real reason to other than the fact that I can and I'm a student. If you're going to study something that is uh, quantitative, you need to spend some time doing the qualitative aspects of life in your free time. And vice versa is true. If you're going to spend a lot of time doing the qualitative parts of life, but not much of the quantitative, you got to do the other side of it. And there's a reason why, in my opinion. The brain is split into two hemispheres. We all know that, right? And to some extent, what the two hemispheres do is still a little bit up in the air. I think Dr. Peterson's analysis is pretty accurate when he says that one side of the brain is dedicated to order and logic, and the other side is to dealt with chaos and, and new novelty. So when you're working on dealing with those things, I think it's important to exercise both parts of your brain. Now, to some extent, colleges do provide a certain level of, of non curricular or, or I should say um, non-major specific curricular activities, right? You're going to have to take a certain level of courses that are unrelated to your major. And people complain about that and for good reason. But the real point that behind those and the whole concept of a liberal education in that, in that broad sense of the term was that you can gain a, a more rounded perspective on things. Because even if you're a you know, trained to be a doctor, you still have to read and you still have to you know, read brilliant classical works. Right, that was the idea, and I think there's a lot to it. And the reason why I say that is, in my line of work, where I'm running the show and I've got all of these things, there's a thousand different things I have to do all, all day long. And a lot of them are quantitative, and a lot, of t- a lot of them are qualitative. And all of life is like that. I don't care whether you work in something that is... I don't care if you deal with statistics all day. There's a qualitative aspect to that as well. Right? There's a human element to the math. And I don't care if you deal with nothing but doing therapy and you're a psychologist and all you do all day long is listen to to your patients describe the qualitative aspects of their life. There's quantitative parts of that as well. And I think sometimes we can get so deep down into the weeds of a specific major or a specific area of study that we forget the broader picture. And the broader picture is often a really good way to find where the the secrets lie, right? It's being able to see the the whole board, right? Another aspect of both high school and college that I would recommend strongly to all the students is make friends and spend time with them. The reason why is that you're going to leave school and you're going to go get a job 
And if you're lucky enough to have a wonderful wife or spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the case may be, if you're lucky to have someone in your life who's in that role, that's a wonderful support network. But if you don't have that and you get out of college and you go to work, you're going to find yourself awfully lonely. And it's important to have friends, right? Psychology is very clear on this. You need to have friends and you need to have a support network that goes beyond your little, you know, intimate, you know, work circle if you've got work friends, but you got to have people that you would spend time with that you'd enjoy. And it can be all too easy to just kind of retreat into Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus when they come out with it or Amazon Prime or any of the bazillion options for entertainment on the internet. Being able to have friends and, and meet with people will show you perspectives you didn't anticipate and will absolutely make you a more well-rounded human being. I look at my time in the theater because I was I did a lot of theater in college. I look at that time as some of the best time. In high school as well, I did theater and I loved it. And I think the experiences that I had, the friends I made, the characters I was able to play and portray, those were all very, very, very influential in my overall look on life and the way that I interact with people. And I'm very, very happy that I did that even though it was expensive and it is expensive. And so take it for what it's worth and it's worth a lot. For those of you who are struggling to deal with the stress of the workloads, you know, you, you have created standards for yourself, which are important. Do not get me wrong. Goals, standards, creating a, a, a rigorous academic um, attitude is very valuable. But for some people, it becomes almost religious in that regard, and it becomes, I have to do this, otherwise I'm, I don't have any worth as a person. That's a terribly dangerous way to look at things, and it's a very easy path to slip down to, right? It, w- it is very easy for me to look at my company, the things I've worked at building, and say, this is my livelihood, this is everything to me, this is all I have And if for whatever reason this was taken from me, that would be the worst possible scenario. And I think that that's something that we should keep in mind when we look at our religious attitudes about academic, academic, you know, work, research. We have to be able to step back and say my worth as a person, my attitude towards the things that happen to me, those go far beyond the grades. They go far beyond the projects and the things that are weighing me down in that regard. And I think for the most part, we have to look at those opportunities as something to, to let go of and practice letting go of. And if you can do that, right, if you can say to yourself, I'm not going to tie my worth solely to my academic performance, if I'm not going to tie my worth solely to the way I interact with my friends, if I can create a well-rounded perspective on these things, I'm going to have a better, happier life and I'm going to enjoy myself, you know, and enjoy the people I'm with more. I think that's something that you can't overstate. And if you're going to take classes, you're going to pick a major to do something, you know, to do something, find out what you want your life to look like in five years, right? Think through that. What do I want my life to be like? What do I want my day-to-day to be like? I had so many of my friends who were struggling trying to figure out, well, what do I want my day to be like? And if you write out a plan and you legitimately write it down and you say, this is where I want to be in five years. I want to be doing this. And maybe it's not something specific, right? Maybe it's, I don't want to have this specific job, but it's, I want my day to look like this. I want to wake up. I want to go to work. I want to do this at work. I want to be treated like this at work. I want to have this role or this responsibility at my work. And then I want to come home to this kind of person, or I want to come home and I want to be able to invent or explore or whatever, whatever that is, create that plan because by creating that plan, you set yourself a very real goal. The one thing I will say that has been the most important part of my company in building this from scratch was the 
the vision I pictured in my mind, the idea I had of what it could be and what it can be. I still think about that every day. I have a, a vision of what I want this company to look like in three years and five years and in 10 years. And because of that, I have the motivation to move forward. I have the energy to deal with the complica- complicated nature of the work and uh, I can really enjoy it. And I can see the accomplishments as they happen and look at the milestones and be proud of those. So anyway, those are my two cents. Uh, Feel free to send me a message if, as a student if you have any questions that you want to hear more about or you want to inquire or something or you think there's something I didn't talk more on you want to know more about. Send them a message. I have plenty of ways to get a hold of me. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, email, all the usuals. Um, all right, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on uh, next Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. You can email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. If you think you deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. And word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So please tell your friends. That being said, if you uh, have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community. and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.